0: Hello everybody and welcome to the premiere episode of Root Delta. Uh, for our first episode of our first season, um, we're going to talk about succeeding in the summer because of course it is the summer and I'm all about bringing topics to everybody's attentions to help them succeed. I'm also going to give them goals that they should try over summer that will really help in the upcoming school year. So I hope everybody enjoys this episode and remember that Root Delta is nothing without your guys' support so monthly subscription fees do help us get better equipment and get better topics but if you can't afford that completely understand but remember always send in suggestions we're here to help I can always contact you if you have any information so without further ado I present you the premiere episode of Root Delta enjoy guys so first subject that we're actually going to talk about is just kind of overall getting ahead in the school year of course I value really getting ahead and kind of learning the material before you take the material Mainly because when you take the material during the school year, that's when it actually matters and that's when it's actually super important. You don't want to risk any bad grades or any just bad days like on a test or anything when you don't have to. You want to just know the material and become comfortable with the material. <clears throat> so, sorry, I'm, I've been fighting this cold for the past couple of days. It's actually kind of been weird for being the beginning of summer and I kind of am already fighting the cold. Um, <clears throat> but what I really want to bring to your guys attention, I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with it. I'm sure teachers are really using it and probably ruining the idea of it. Uh, but uh, Khan Academy, Khan Academy is a great tool to actually get ahead and use on your free time. I know there's kind of some mixed emotions about it. I, at first, I didn't like Khan Academy personally because I just didn't, I just didn't like the idea of like forcing. I didn't like the idea of a teacher forcing me to do something so they couldn't teach because Khan Academy does teach you. So that's kind of alienating a teacher from teaching you, which I completely didn't agree with. I thought that was was completely wrong. So what I think is if you're doing it on your own, it's a great tool because if you're actually learning it on your own and you're pushing yourself, you're creating your own schedule to do it, that's the best method to actually conquer something. And I think uh, if you can conquer something like <clears throat> a full class, say, Geometry, Algebra 2, Precalculus, or maybe AP U.S. History, AP Biology, Regular Biology, that's, that's an advantage that you have on the upcoming school year that other students won't have. And that's really something you can take to your advantage. For, from For example, my 8th grade summer year, it was, so the summer right after 8th grade, I knew as a freshman I would be going into Geometry. But I was like, "Wow, um, why why would I do that when I can take con and maybe skip it?" So I did con, I'm, I mastered maybe seventy five percent of it. And if you aren't familiar with Khan Academy, it's all about kind of mastering the certain amount. So like your percentage is how much of geometry you finish. It's like think about a school year when you're like eighty percent of the way done. You're like late April, <laughs> something like that. So uh, that's something that I also re- I really like doing and. It was really simple and really easy, and then came regular school year, uh, so it was my freshman year in high school, and I was basically teaching the geometry class. Nobody was smarter than me in the room, even the teacher. I had I had one of those bad teachers that we all have in our life, and I I was tutoring the class. I was helping people. I was able to kind of slack off in the class because I didn't have to learn anything. I had already I already knew everything that she was teaching, so there was... There was nothing worth it for me to relearn anything. And that was a major advantage to already know the material before I was even tested on it. So there wasn't any stress. So I could focus uh, anything towards anything else I wanted. Maybe Spanish homework or English homework or maybe just downtime. I I already did half the work, so I didn't really need to do all the work later on. And that's a great advantage. And Khan Academy has really expanded in the past couple years where it's... Uh, maybe two years ago, like biology and chemistry, they were just videos. But ever since they partnered with like College Board and Disney, Pixar, they've, they've expanded all of their uh, programs and courses to be like how their math is, where there's questions and videos and very interactive. And it's a really, really good source now for learning material and it's it's a really great thing that um, a lot of students should use and I think it's a great um, resource that um, can be used by teachers and students alike I <clears throat> I also used it for I believe biology I was I was put in the wrong biology course I was put in AP biology my sophomore year so for the first three weeks I was trying to get my schedule changed when I actually belonged in regular biology so I missed the first three weeks of biology and that's pretty crucial out of magnet school where everything moves faster but since I already mastered I think about 15 percent of biology I already knew most of the stuff that they were learning so I didn't really have to catch up on a lot so it's just learning those materials are really saving you and so then there's some other uh opportunities and resources that are out there to get ahead. Uh, One is called edX.org and that's edX.org. I'll leave a link in the description below um, about it and it's it's kind of like a college, like online college classes and it's completely free um, unless you want to get like certification but you'll find out about it. And they're kinda like diverse college classes so not really like as boring as Khan Academy classes. But they're they're definitely a lot uh, more interesting to say. I I took one class while I was taking AP Human Geography during the school year. And I took a sociology class on edX. And it was completely self-paced. So I could do it kind of whenever I wanted. And I kind of just did it on the weekends, like when I had time. But then there are some that are like scheduled. Like I I think I originally signed up for like an MIT biology one. And I started like January 1st and ended like April 1st, so it was kind of like a college term. And that was a really cool opportunity because it's not really for school or getting ahead in school, but it's just different topics that can help you. And sometimes they're more focused than con. I, I, I remember I saw the spread of the Ebola virus, and it, those are parts that are very more detailed and more oriented if you're taking some world history class or some AP Biology class that's focusing on that, so that's a that's a really um, viable resource that can also be used. And if you're not uh, if you're not familiar with Duolingo, it's a language program kind of like Rosetta Stone, but it's basically from like beginners on, and basically uh, multiple multiple lang- languages across the world, <laughs> even including Kleong. And uh, you, you take a place in an exam at first, and then you just start learning the language. So like for me, I, originally I used it to try to get a leg up for Spanish, didn't really need it, but then I restarted my account, replaced into a different level of Spanish after I finished Spanish 1, and that really helped me through Spanish uh, 2, mainly for nouns and stuff like that. Of course, the verbs always helped more in the classroom, but there are just so many different ways of advancing yourself and stuff like that that or getting a head start really that a lot of people don't uh, take like they should if, uh, if we're putting it that way. <laughs> so the next topic we're actually going to talk about is dual enrollment and taking dual enrollment classes over the summer to really make sure that you're getting ahead. Now, before... go on about dual enrollment top uh, kind of uh, I don't know don't hold me to this number one um, I do not support dual enrollment as a replacement of complete high school classes I think that dual enrollment should only be used if you're trying to advance yourself in uh, different types of classes and really just trying to get that advantage not just replacing English because you can second I understand that across the country, dual enrollment is not always available in the same way that I may have it right now or that I have had it for the past three years, and I do understand that. So with those being said, I'd like to start on the actual topic of taking of dual enrollment classes. So of course, I also understand that not all counselors are created equal, and some of them are horrible at doing their job. I've had... I have a long uh, track record of horrible counselors that have not been willing to help me. I don't know if they have something against advancing students, but they just do have that type of problem. So uh, my brothers, on the contrary, had a blessed counselor. And uh, their counselor would uh, kind of protect them from teachers or professors that didn't support having such young kids in their class. So it all just depends on the counselor you have but when you're taking dual enrollment classes you become a college student and there's just there's some type of advantage that really comes to it when you're actually like taking the class and it's college credit so it's on your college record it's going to be with you forever which is super important to make sure that you get right and i i think that when when you're doing stuff like this and when you're when you're taking classes like that you should really make sure that you understand that. You shouldn't take that for granted or anything. So, uh, um, for example, I I did, um, call it uh, Algebra 2 during my school year, and I really am happy that I did it because it gave me a one-year leg up. But that was during the school year, and I'm talking about during the summer. So this summer, I'm actually taking Photography 1 and Calculus because... Uh, photography will knock out the art credit that I need for graduation which will unlock basically an entire year that I can work on my GE or really anything else and then taking calculus 1 allows me to take calc 2 and 3 during the school year and then linear algebra and differential equations during my senior year and that will make me look good for any college I apply to and I think more people should do that and I just don't understand why more people don't do that why wouldn't you want to get ahead and look the best to colleges why why look at colleges as a dream instead of reality I right now I'm sitting at my computer and I have my studio set up and I'm looking at a poster saying Massachusetts Institute of Technology and I'm looking at their main just hall because I know that's where I want to go one day and if I can't make it there then I'm going to Georgia Tech and if I can't make it there then I'm going to UGA there is nothing that is stopping me I am looking the best to colleges that I can, because that's that's what I want to look like. I want to be the best applicant. I want them to send me an email back saying, hey, how come you've taken so many math classes? That just doesn't make sense. And I can say that's because I put in the work. I I didn't take a break off in the summers. I kept my mind going. Yesterday, I went to the dentist, and um, it was at Augusta University, where I'm from, and that's where I'm taking my dormant classes. And he was like, "So you doing anything fun for the summer?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm am enjoying myself, but I'm also taking two doing woman classes." And he's like, "I, I like the work ethic." And he's like, "No time off, I see." And I said, "I can take I can take time off when I become a doctor," and that's what I think more people should have. If you have that, you got to put in the work now in high school. That's that's your opportunity that you you have to put in the work and you have to put in the energy and. And then take the time off. When you're making six-figure salary, put in the work now to make it easier on yourself later. And I can't stress how important that is. When you're getting ahead in the summer, just easy summer classes, not not only just GPA boosters. I mean, it, it, they're great opportunities that more people should really take. And I'm not quite sure why people don't. But again, that's a topic for another discussion. And overall... <coughs> With doing moment classes, the main thing you want to focus on is in the summer, you have to build a schedule. So now for our final topic of today, um, in closing, I want to just say how all this is possible. And in order to just have the energy to do all these classes and Take advantage of all these opportunities and everything. Is you have to take care of your body, and then taking care of your body, taking care of your mind. And um, later this season, when we actually get to where I do my every Tuesday <clears throat> um, episodes and podcasts, uh, it I'll discuss a healthy like eating habits and stuff and techniques that really will help you during your year but of course right now is the summer and right now I'm just teaching you how to build a schedule of course I'm no health guru I'm nobody who's in a position to really tell you what to eat and what not to eat and how to work out but I can give you some advantages for um really just helping building your um schedule and it's it's kind of Simple, but I think a lot of people neglect to really realize the truth behind it and kind of the simplicity um, and so in in the summer, of course, it's really easy to stay up until 4 a.m. 5 a.m. Till the Sun comes up and just having fun with your friends, which believe me I love doing I love spending time with my friends but it also comes with a lot of hard work. And I, I treat it like I like the school year, basically. It's no time off. And it, um, I still try to get a f- full seven hours of sleep every night on uh, the summer. But I don't want to exceed nine or ten because then I'm just going to be drowsy. And I hate being drowsy throughout the day. I'd rather wake up at the crack of dawn than be up at 2 a.m. And that's, that's just my honest opinion. So in the summer, what I've found... Is if you do intermittent fasting and dieting with uh, micro workouts, it'll really help your energy. And especially if you're very focused on school, like I am, and you're doing a lot of sitting and a lot of focusing, and activity is kind of hard to do. Of course, during the school year, activity is super easy, but in the summer, it's it's difficult. You're not just you don't have those same opportunities, and that's something that's really hard to really comprehend, and um, when when you're doing this, for example, my daily routine kind of begins like this, I'll probably go to bed at about midnight, because I do love enjoying myself, I love playing Red Dead Redemption with my friends, Fortnite, I love doing all that, but I set my alarm for 8am every day, I will not sleep past 8.30, and I that's, that's a pretty late time for me, honestly, I'd rather wake up at 7.30, but I wake up, I don't even look at my phone yet. I see if my parents are awake, um, my stepmom's party at work, and my dad's still probably asleep. So, I then leave a note saying I'm taking the dog for a run, and I put a leash on my dog Sadie, and I go for a three-quarter mile run. Not a mile, not two miles, not a half mile, just a three-quarter mile run. You know why? Because it's simple. I know the route, and it's an easy route around my house. A, because of safety, B, because it's just easy. I don't plug in music. I put on my watch so I know the time and roughly how long I am taking to run this three quarters of a mile. And today my knee was hurting, so I think I ran like a 6.30. Not that bad, not that great, but it's just that simple kind of workout. I then got home, and if it was a weekend, I'd have to mow the lawn, but I I was just able to um, start my day I was awake and of course I I'm, I'm on a, a 16-8 fasting diet so I don't eat until noon and I stop eating at 8 so I, I was pretty hungry I'm not gonna lie but I took a shower I got ready for my day and I didn't really have to do anything around the house so I began working on homework and stuff I had to do so with that kind of creating your schedule is you then have to learn how like with that schedule you're kind of also training your body and when you're training your body you're learning new techniques and everything that um is really good for you and with creating your schedule you're helping your body and your body likes schedule your body likes that and i'm going to expand a little bit more on actually taking care of your body and of course, I do the fasting mainly because I'm trying to lose weight for the next school year. Of course, everybody has their summer programs. But also, I did a lot, a lot of research. And if you'd like to fact check me or anything, feel free to re- uh, reach out to me and I'll send you information and some techniques I use. And I, I, I use these as kind of a way to fuel my body. I'm, I don't need to eat throughout the day. I drink plenty and plenty of water and that's what I do to really keep myself healthy since I'm sitting down a lot. I mean, I'm sitting down right now as I'm telling you this. And there's a, probably a great chance you're sitting down at listening to this as you're working on homework or anything. And when, when you're sitting, your body isn't using enough energy. You're not working out. But what your body does is your body uses energy, wanting energy, and when you're craving energy. But then your mind stops listening to it. So your body is trying to just get more and more energy. It's eating away on the fats and the lipids and your bodies and the and all the acids and stuff and the digestive system is working really, really well. And all you're doing is just resisting the urge to eat. And through this, you're really helping your focus, your, your fine-tune, because the food becomes a distraction. That's why I encourage a lot of my friends and stuff not to eat while they're working on homework, because you're distracted you're more likely to make an air or heck just spill food and a lot, of my compu- a lot of my homework is based on my computer so i keep food away from my computer it's just a habit that i've had since i was like 10. so those are just a couple techniques in taking care of your body and i can create a podcast later on in the season maybe uh, as we start school for uh, techniques that i use make sure just to reach out to me And I'll definitely kind of keep in touch. All right, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have in today's podcast. So I'd like to thank you all for listening and hope this gave you some new inspiration for the summer and kind of changing your habits. But if it didn't, oh, well, there's plenty more podcasts to come where, where this came from. So make sure to keep listening on Root Delta and you can listen to this on Anchor and Spotify. Uh, remember your undying support will help expand this so we're gonna try to get on podcast by season two which will be next school year but of course you never know how it's gonna go but your undying support is always appreciated so as a closing don't always forget to root your change everybody thank you very much